0: Welcome to the show, everyone, A Balanced Life for You, where you design the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Rhonda Cimarelli. I'm a certified transformational coach helping mompreneurs balance that juggling act. Now, today, I have a very special guest. She's now in California, originally from Florida. She is a 20-year veteran of the media and marketing industry with a background in journalism, web design, creative writing, marketing, and social media, with an emphasis on small business and entrepreneurs. She's loved the media, marketing, and design industry since she worked on the yearbook staff, and get this, elementary, middle, and high school. That is a love and a passion right there. So I want to introduce to you today Andrea Freigang. Andrea, are you there? Hi, how are you? Hello, welcome. Thank you for joining us today. I'm excited to be here. Now, Andrea, you have a beautifully full bio. And I want you to know that this will be with uh, your episode, with our podcast series. But you know what? I just feel like you have such a unique journey and story. I would love for you to take a moment and share with my listeners a little bit about you and that journey.
1: Okay. I guess I would start about my experience in 10 years in journalism. After college, I immediately started working from home, freelancing as a journalist. I've worked for daily newspapers. I've worked for magazines. I've worked for weeklies, quarterlies, annuals. I've put together, you know, all different types of publications and advertising. And after 10 years of focusing primarily on crime and government journalism, I decided I wanted to leave. I had I don't want to say an awakening of sorts, but being in that environment was very draining. And it was also very difficult to be a mom when you were constantly out and about covering events in the community, um, sometimes five, ten events a week. Mm. Although some of those I did bring my son. He was pretty young when I started. He was born in 2004. And he would actually go with me. And I don't always mention this, but since we're talking about mompreneurs, that was part of the Mm. juggle. And so after leaving working for other people, I started my own online newspaper that at its peak saw about 60,000 unique viewers a month. But in developing that newspaper is when I discovered that myself and also my husband had a passion and the ability to do websites and to do graphic design. And so in 2008, we formed Bnet Graphics. And we've been running that company ever since then. Um, It's been up and down. It's not always easy. If you're an entrepreneur, I'm sure you know the ups and downs. And we've had two parents working from home. And we even homeschooled my son for one year as well, uh, which was definitely a challenge. And then we moved to California two years ago, and we reformed the company as SJC Graphics which is a web and design firm. And then this year, as part of my transformation work with a coach, I did a lot of work because things just weren't really flowing and I wasn't really feeling aligned with my soul's purpose and I was feeling completely just not inspired by my work and I think my whole household even felt like that too. And in the midst of all of this transformation, I had a baby. Mm-hmm. And I have a month old who I literally put down probably two minutes before I hop on the call with you
0: oh my goodness (laughs) that's a mom uh, for you
1: yes that's exactly it and so and that's when I started spiritual sites where I want to focus on spiritual entrepreneurs and while I still have SJC graphics I'm really focusing on the spiritual side because that comes from my passion and the merging of my love of technology and of, kind of everything spiritual and esoteric. And so I'm really trying to bring my intuitive gifts in pair with my training and my background and my hands-on experience in working with small businesses.
0: Well, my goodness, what what a journey. And, you know, one of the things I, I heard from you were when you were an employee working in these other fields, you mentioned they were draining, and it was very difficult to be a mom. And I'm going to guess part of that was figuring out how to spend the time with your your child. Is that right?
1: Yes, it was time. Also, as a crime reporter, you don't know when you're going to get a phone call. Hmm. I mean, I've been on bomb scenes and airplane crashes and fires and drownings and speaking of which, teach your kids how to swim because one summer I saw eight kids drown and I will never forget that. I tell everybody that because of that. Oh, my gosh. I I will just... But that becomes emotionally draining when you're constantly at those types of scenes. I
0: I can imagine. And when something like that is so emotionally draining, how does it... uh, Affect you with your family, your children.
1: It becomes hard. It was one of the reasons why I left, and why I Mm. no longer do that. And while I still work from home, I no longer wanted to immerse myself in that environment on a spiritual level. It was wrecking my life energetically, Mm. and was. I mean, I felt at the time that it manifested physically in my life as a mole that was in my apartment that literally left us homeless because it took over. And now I may be diving a little deep for this conversation, but that's really how I felt because Mm. I was always at the scene of these just really ugly, horrible accidents of life that happened. You know, And then the other side of it was being around all these politicians and covering government meetings and activism. And while activism was my passion and why I got into journalism, I got out of it because I felt like journalism wasn't the right avenue to affect change anymore. Well,
0: what I heard and what I'm hearing from you is you, you were finding yourself enough – not-so-happy environment. It was really wrecking you um, emotionally. It was affecting your family. And you were able to um, listen and pay attention to some signs and move yourself forward, and now you're in this wonderful place. So tell me, what do you enjoy most about what you do now? I
1: love working with spiritual entrepreneurs because, number one, I feel like we're making an impact on the world um and i also feel like working with them we get to just kind of skip the small talk and really just get to the things that are important and get to the the meat and the potatoes of helping people i mean i get to work with people that are focused on healing others and to me that's just awesome and Mm -hmm. then a lot of them also aren't familiar with technology and so I've been around technology since I was a little kid. I've been on computers probably since I was six. My dad worked for Bell South and helped build the infrastructure, and so it's just been a part of my life. It's pretty much as long as I can remember. Yeah. And a lot of entrepreneurs don't really know how to put all of those pieces together, and your website is really as important as the hub of mm-hmm. your company because of where it's your portfolio. Right. How
0: do you qualify, or not qualify, but how do you identify someone as a spiritual entrepreneur? Just in case my listeners want to know, well, am I a spiritual entrepreneur?
1: I would say most people that work in that probably already know, but they're working within the emotional, spiritual realms of, consciousness and in healing okay I guess would be the best way they're looking at the holistic approach because as a being we're made up of the physical mental emotional and spiritual bodies hmm and if any of them is out of balance then you're going to see if, like if your spiritual your mental and emotional out of balance then you're going to see symptoms in your physical body that express that. And so as a spiritual entrepreneur, particularly a lot of them are focused on finding the root causes of those symptoms. And you may know some of this as a transformation coach mm-hmm. in trying to get to the root of those issues because the physical is just a manifestation of what's not being resolved in the other bodies.
0: Absolutely, those other three quadrants that complete that physical makeup. Well, I love that definition. Thank you. So, work within the conscious, holistic form of your business. And um, I know that there are other people out there listening, going, "Well, I, I think I might qualify," and that's a that's a good thing to know. Well, Andrea, as a an entrepreneur and a mom, you and I have had this conversation. We know that there's a difference in the mindset between going to work for somebody and showing up every single day for your own business. And what I would love to know is what drives you to wake up in the morning and actually go to work and show up?
1: The passion for what I'm doing and for my family. Oh, and the fact I can be here at home with my kids. Even if some days they're driving me absolutely body up a wall, I'm still here <laughs> getting to raise them.
0: And that is so important. I know that's why so many of us moms uh, reach out and we, we find um, what we're good at and we find that spiritual side and we find that intuitive side and we create those businesses because we want to be home with the moms. Well, before we get into what it's like to be a mompreneur, uh, I'm always curious. You're a busy mom and you're a busy businesswoman. How do you relax when you're not working your business?
1: Yoga, pedicures, um, reading books, going to, like, holistic gift shops looking for new crystals. Uh, I like going to the beach as I live about miles from it. <laughs> so although cool. the ocean on this coast is a lot colder than it is on the East Coast, so that was a bit of a change. Yeah, I, and my yoga is really a uh, Place that I go just to intervene. I try to get to that minimum once a week, if not twice a week.
0: Uh, That was going to be my next question. How often do you? I always like to say, how often are you nice to yourself? Because I find in with my clients, they sometimes feel like being nice to themselves and treating themselves to that downtime is being selfish. And it's so important to take that time for you and uh, center yourself and bring that energy back. Would you agree?
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I know that I am much, much better after I go. Even if I'm like, man, I'm so tired, I don't even want to go. You know, what? I drag myself and every single time I'm really glad that I did. And then I love going and doing the pedicures just because mm-hmm. they do massage and it's just, you know, you're being taken care of. And you're right, though, a lot of women feel guilt mm-hmm. over just taking that time. And I'm, ironically enough, I've been guilty of that myself. And I've had to really, you know, my other time, you need to take some time for yourself. Come on, go. What are you doing?
0: You know? Uh, Absolutely. And, Absolutely. Well, you know, I, I, what I like to tell my clients now is if you don't take time for you and take care of you, first of all, who will? And when you're drained and you're tired physically, mentally, and emotionally, how good are you for your children your relationships and your business? It's so important to fill yourself up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, uh, now I want to ask you some questions about being that mom. Now, you've mentioned children. You said you just put down the baby. So how many children do you currently have at home now?
1: I have two. I have a 12-year-old who is in seventh grade, and I have a 16-month-old little girl.
0: Well, congratulations for the newest baby. Thank you. As you're working these two businesses and um, juggling around these two beautiful babies, um, what does quality time, or how does that look for you and your family? What do you do? We
1: it depends. Um, I we like to I like to go to the parks a lot. I'll go with the baby a lot to do that. Um, obviously, my husband and I finding that time's a little bit harder. Um, but we actually just stuck away for a three day trip without the kids, which was nice. And then we go out to dinner, we'll go camping over the summer. We did a couple of different camping trips, and that was really nice because we could put all the technology tablets, phones, everything away.
0: It's uh, always a good time. And yeah. you know, when it, I'm going to ask you. It, from your opinion and, and how your businesses and life runs, do you ever find it to be challenging to um, to make that time specifically carved out, carved out for your kids or your spouse?
1: Oh, absolutely. We both work at home, and so we're both here, so we feel like we have time together because we're always together. And, to, and we had to learn to say, you know what, we – and at least with my husband especially, we've had to say, okay, we need to make that time because your marriage is not going to, i to say it's not going to survive, but it's not going to thrive in the way that it could if you don't make that a priority. I've been married 14 years. Mm-hmm. And... That's definitely something that we've had to learn as business owners. Okay, and we work at home. We need to shut the work off now. There is no business. This is just us. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's just simplistic now and playing Mexican train dominoes on a Friday night and we play that together or go to movies. I don't even like using the movies as time together because you're not really engaging.
0: hmm and I, I love what you said. It's we have to figure out and make that time. It's it's so important to decide when you're working and when you're not, and you know, in, engaging in family activities. I couldn't mm-hmm. agree with you more. Well, one of the things I always like to ask okay, women
1: who are in back and forth and you spend 45 minutes trying to get something done and the baby interrupts you and you're trying to go back and forth and the next thing you know it could be 10 o'clock at night and you're still kind of going back and forth and you really don't feel like you've completed something and you're not spending time with your family now because you don't have the schedule and I know when you're a freelancer that's really difficult sometimes but it's also important to try to set it up.
0: Absolutely. That's a great bit of advice for everyone. Well, one of the other questions I always love to ask uh, the women entrepreneurs are, you've been in business for a while. You've been married for 14 years. Um, would you say there, have you ever experienced anything truly challenging um, throughout this journey, either physically, mentally, or emotionally, that you felt could potentially have messed up the business route?
1: Um I mean, when we started it, it was a huge leap because we took all of our savings, and my husband left his job, and, you know, and. Andrea, you there? Andrea?
0: Hello? So Andrea, you know, um, now that we've you've shared some great I, uh, information about your businesses and how you work and what it's like to be that stay-at-home mom, stay in focus. Do you have any tips for our listeners, those mompreneurs out there, on how to balance that business, self-care, and children?
1: I would say one of the things that I have learned, and I think it's really important is that all of my clients know that I work at home because of my kids and that they're really important to me. And I almost take the stance that if they have an issue with my kids being around or in the background, they're probably not the right clients for me. Mm -hmm. And I know that's kind of a harsh stance, but they're a part of my day-to-day life, and I always feel like, we've started to try to compartmentalize everything we do versus it being in this community essence like i know my son has grown up watching me be in journalism and be an activist and really work and so he sees that versus i'm going to some office and he has no clue what's going on he just knows i've dropped him off of somewhere all day long and i'm not mm-hmm. saying that that. A bad thing because there's people like nurses and doctors, etc., who we desperately need and may have to do that.
0: Right. However, if you are specifically in the field of working for yourself and one of Correct. your primary why's or your purpose is your children, well, that makes plenty, that makes a huge sense, right? Um, if I yes. want to have my business because I want to be available to my children then it's expected that my children could be in the scene every now and then, if not frequently. And
1: I agree with you. I mean, my son's gone with me to events. He's gone to me with commission meetings. He's gone to me with protests on the... Beach and you know so the experience that your children are going to have is gonna be different versus mm-hmm. them not having any engagement with that world. I mean he's gone mm-hmm. to chamber breakfast and networking events
0: and gay festival parades and I mean you name it. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Andrew, this is one of the things that I love to bring to the content of the show is exactly what you're saying. It's what we're doing, we are teaching valuable lessons to our children that we're staying home with. Yes, we are working. We're earning income. We are really teaching them so many valuable skills and valuable tools that they're going to need. And they're going to see the importance of um, that quality time. Again, even if it is only dominoes, um, Mexican dominoes on Friday evening, that's okay because they're going to understand, you know what, my family is important and I'm going to make the time for them and be fully present when i'm in that time so thank you so much for bringing that nugget to our show um i also i would love to know too what do you have a favorite quote that you have worked with or lived by if you don't it's really okay
1: i mean i'd say i have one of my favorite quotes is that mystery is life is not a problem to solve but a reality to experience
0: Oh, could you say that again, please? The mystery
1: of life is not a problem to solve, but a reality to
0: experience. Oh, I love that. And I cannot I tell that. you
1: actually said it, I just know it stuck <laughs> with me for a really long
0: time. I love that. Is there any, do you find that you're able to apply that? In you know your life now in any particular format i really
1: try to apply it in the sense of not getting always caught in the busyness mm-hmm. and then also just stop and even appreciate each of the smaller moments to make sure that each day that i try to focus even if it's just a short moment to be Present and experience my kids or my husband or the people that are really close to me. I mean,
0: and hear them. Absolutely, to be present in the moment. And I know even with my daughter, she's um, not much younger than yours. She'll be eleven very, very soon. And I've done the same thing with her over the last twenty-five. Well, she's only eleven, but <laughs> thinking of my other daughter, actually, um, I've taken her with me to different places uh, to see those experiences and. One of the things that I work on um, very consciously is when, for example, when she comes home from school, um, I try to be totally present. Don't multitask. Don't try to check an email. Don't try to um, check a message. Just let them be because, you know, I don't know about your kids, but mine just want to know, are you there for five minutes? Can I have your retention? And then they go about and do their own thing. Have you ever experienced that with your kids? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> But the mom, 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 mom
1: syndrome, and you just say, you know, right, yes, and you find out whatever they're moming about, they show you whatever it is, and then they go on their way.
0: Exactly. All they want is that two minutes of your undivided attention, and then they're going to leave you alone for a while. And you can go back to work. Um, is, do you have any advice to other women who are either entrepreneurs already or Uh, desire to be an entrepreneur
1: don't let fear stop you
0: great advice so andrea thank you i want to thank you so much for being part of the show today Um, some of the topics that we've talked about i feel it could be a great follow-up um for next season and meanwhile how would my listeners if they want to know how to get in touch with you about working as a spiritual entrepreneur or perhaps the graphic design information how would they reach you They can go to my website at spiritualsites.biz,
1: but they can also join me on Facebook. I have a group where I try to provide information and technical support for uh, spiritual entrepreneurs. The group is called A Spiritual Entrepreneur, facebook.com slash groups slash A Spiritual Entrepreneur.
0: Fantastic. I'm sure we're going to have many people who want to tune in. I think that's wonderful that you provide that type of service and information. Everyone, thank you so much for joining me. Again, Rhonda Sumarelli, your certified transformational coach with a Balanced Life for You program. Please be sure to rate this show five stars and tune in for the next show.